0: Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello and welcome back. This is the Sao Paulo Grand Prix recap episode. We will go over what happened in the weekend prior to the sprint race, then go over that and the results of it. And then also go over the obviously Grand Prix recap and the results before we go over my predictions from before the weekend see how those turned out but weekend in Sao Paulo in FP1 it was Carlos Sainz sitting the fastest time of all in the first and only practice session the Red Bulls saved their softer tires for qualifying in the race by only running hards and mediums in this session not setting a representative time throughout the hour of practice but nothing too crazy happened in that hour practice session that was needing to be discussed in Q1 for the Grand Prix, no real action took place in this session besides watching the storm clouds move in on the circuit, but after Q1, we lost Yuki Tsunoda, Daniel Ricciardo, Valtteri Bottas, Logan Sargent, and Joe Guanyu. In Q2, the clouds continued to get closer and darker around the circuit, but no real action again on track besides seeing the bottom five be eliminated, which were uh, Nico Hulkenberg, Esteban Alcon, Pierre Gasly, Kevin Magnussen, and Alex Albon third and final qualifying session to set the grid for Sunday's race. Ferrari expected rain to hit seven minutes into the session, although Max Verstappen didn't waste any time getting out to set a flying lap and would set the fastest lap of anyone after their first flying lap attempts. Oscar Piastri ended up spinning off at turn 12 as the winds picked up and changed directions during his run, and the rain would get so heavy after cars went to the garage following their first flying attempts that the session would not be resumed. Max Verstappen took pole for the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Charles Leclerc took up the other slot on the front row of the grid. Lance Stroll and Fernando Alonso locked out row two for Aston Martin. Row three was a Mercedes lockout with Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Row four was made up of former teammates and best friends in Lando Norris and Carlos Sainz. The fifth row belonged to Sergio Perez, whose lap was ruined by Oscar Piastri, who qualified 10th, spinning off during his lap. Then we moved to Saturday and sprint qualifying. The first session... Um, yellow flags came out in sector one at the end of this session. Some drivers still hoping to set their fast lap times, but the yellows were out for Esteban Ocon, whose Alpine was in the barriers at the exit of turn three. Fernando Alonso also had a puncture and some damage. Replays ended up showing that the Alpine hit the curb at the entrance to turn three and lost control and slid into the Aston Martin, ending the session for both drivers. But the bottom five in SQ1 were Esteban Ocon, Lance Stroll, Joe Guanyu, Alex Albon, and Logan Sargent. SQ2, no real action in this session, just the drivers being dropped. Um, Kevin Magnussen, Nico Holkenberg, Pierre Gasly, Valtteri Botas, and Fernando Alonso, who never ended up making it out of the garage to even set a time while the team was working on fixing the damage sustained in the contact with Esteban Alcon. SQ3, the third and final qualifying session to set the grid for the sprint. Everyone only really went out for one flying lap attempt, waiting until the end of the session to leave the garage. It was Lando Norris taking sprint pole ahead of Max Verstappen to make up the front row. Sergio Perez and George Russell set to start behind them in row two. Lewis Hamilton and Yuki Sonoda made up row three ahead of Charles Leclerc and Daniel Ricciardo in row four, while Carlos Sainz was alongside Oscar Piastri rounding out the top ten starters. Then we went to the sprint race. Not a whole lot of action reporting in this one. It was lights out and away we went and Max Verstappen got the best start to take the lead from Lando Norris into turn 1. Lando tried using the slipstream to come back at turn 4, but to no avail as Hamilton then went around the outside of Sergio Perez at turn 4 to take P4 from the Red Bull. George Russell caught Lando Norris sleeping in the middle sector and overtook him for P2 on the road behind Verstappen. And then on lap 4, Sergio Perez overtook Lewis Hamilton at turn 1. Hamilton got DRS down towards turn 4 and appeared to get the move done, but Perez was much later on the brakes and defended from Hamilton on the charge. Hamilton was then left to fend off Charles Leclerc, which he managed to do on the run-up towards turn 6. Excuse me, on lap 5, the next circuit, Lando Norris retook P2 from George Russell down the main straight and into turn 1, lap 8 of this sprint. Sergio Perez got past Russell as well down the main straight. Mercedes were showing a real struggle in the straight line without DRS, which Russell gets down towards turn 4 to retake P3 from Perez. On lap 10, Perez gets the overdig done at turn 1 again on Russell and this time fended off the charge from the Mercedes at turn 4. On lap 21, Charles Leclerc got past Lewis Hamilton for P5. Hamilton struggled for grip so badly through the Senna S in defense that he nearly lost P4 to Yuki Tsunoda at the same time. And then on the next lap, lap 22, car 22 got the move done anyways, using DRS down the main street to cruise past the Mercedes for P6. That was all the action in the sprint. The results from that, Max Verstappen won the Sao Paulo Grand Prix sprint. Uh, Lando Norris and Sergio Perez finished in the other two podium places. George Russell, Charles Leclerc, Yuki Sonoda, Lewis Hamilton, and Carlos Sainz took the remainder of points on offer for the sprint. There were no retirements in the sprint race, which... I felt like was the first time that's happened in a while, to be honest with you. But we moved on to Sunday in the Grand Prix. Pierre Gasly, Esteban Alcon, and George Russell were all given penalties for separate impeding penalties during qualifying. Russell would drop down to P8 on the grid, while the two Alpines started from 14th and 15th, respectively. On the formation lap, Charles Leclerc crashed out um, at turn five, breaking the front wing and flat-spotting the tires before he pulled off on an escape road and retired from the race before he even got to his grid slot. It was lights out, and away we went, though, in the actual race. It was Lando Norris and Lewis Hamilton flying past the two Aston Martins on the second row of the grid with a lot of contact further down the order. Alex Albon and Kevin Magnussen crashed out before turn one. Albon made contact with Nico Hulkenberg that spun him into the side of Kevin Magnussen, with the contact resulting in the breaking of the rear wing of Oscar Piastri as Magnussen's car uncontrollably dove into turn one. Albon and Magnussen were out of the race, but McLaren would give it their best effort to fix the rear wing on his car as the race was then red flagged to clean up the debris and repair the barriers at turn one. Daniel Ricardo also got pushed back in his garage slot to have his rear wing worked on as well. There was no real reason given as to why until we saw the replay when the tire from I had to have been the Williams car hit the rear wing and broke it on the Alpha Tauri. Both cars would be repaired in time to rejoin the race, although Oscar and Daniel would have to restart from the pit lane rather than on the grid, since they both pushed back into the garage and were a lap down to the leader. Second try now, it was lights out and away we go again, and it was Max Verstappen getting away from the field as Lando Norris got a poor launch. Hamilton went for a move on Lando Norris around the outside and locked up at turn one, leaving him vulnerable to an overtake from Fernando Alonso, who would make the move at turn four and take P3 from the Mercedes as George Russell now got to the gearbox of Hamilton, to, of Hamilton Excuse me, as well. Russell, though, got on the radio to say he wanted to work together and wouldn't attack Lewis in the early laps. On the lap 8, Lando Norris had stayed in the DRS of Max Verstappen and was then putting the Red Bull under some significant pressure. Max, though, was fast enough to pull over a second on the McLaren in the slow speed corners to get him out of DRS range as soon as he put Max under any kind of threat. Lap 14, Sergio Perez overtakes George Russell at turn 1 with the aid of DRS after Russell lost touch with his teammate ahead keeping the place after Russell came back at him at turn 4. It was lap 18 when Sergio Perez made up enough time on the other Mercedes of Lewis Hamilton to overtake the 7-time world champion at turn 1, defending again down towards turn 4 to maintain position as the Mercedes drivers are both told to manage tires better to get through the opening stints of the race. Lewis Hamilton pit from P5 on the very next lap, kicking off the pit cycle among the leaders with his teammate coming in on the next circuit. Hamilton came on the radio a lap or two after his stop to say that his left front tire was starting to steer in the opposite direction. The commentary team saying that it sounded like there was a loose wheel for the Mercedes, but he never stopped or retired from the race because of it. Lap 25, Lance Stroll breezes past George Russell to take the effective P6 in the race. Both Mercedes cars were struggling for pace on a day they'd hoped to be competing for a win. Lap 27, Lance Stroll had now overtaken the Mercedes of Lewis Hamilton to move into P5 on the, on the road. Lap 34, Russell comes on the radio to say he hasn't been on the radio because he thought it was obvious that he had the pace over Hamilton and was waiting for the instruction to come through that he was overtaking Hamilton. The indecisiveness of the team cost them on lap 35. Carlos Sainz has run George Russell down and overtaken him for P7. It was immediately on the gearbox of Lewis Hamilton as well. In lap 37, signs got past the second Mercedes. Hamilton and Russell now down to P7 and P8 after running in the top five together at the race restart. On lap 42, it only gets worse for the Mercedes drivers. Russell is told he needs to lift and coast to help manage engine temperatures as the Alpine of Pierre Gasly pulls up to his gearbox, overtaking George Russell for P8 down the main straight on the next lap. The final pit cycle among the leaders started on lap 47 when George Russell came down the pit lane to get rid of his medium tires in favor of some used softs. Lap 50 in the race, Pierre Gasly got past Lewis Hamilton down the main straight without much of a fight from the Mercedes. The Alpine was now back up into P8 before everyone else had completed their strategies. Lap 58 in the race, George Russell is told to retire the car. The team said that there was a threat of high and worsening oil temperatures and they didn't want to fully lose the power unit. The only thing really happening on track at this point was Sergio Perez chasing Fernando Alonso for P3, but ultimately failing to get close enough to make an overtake happen. It's extremely enticing stuff, but no real way to describe it without showing it to you. Can't really do that. But um, lap 69, Carlos Sainz radios into the pit wall to tell the team that he has no downshifts with his paddles failing to respond to his inputs. He would make it to another race, though. On lap 70, two laps to go, Sergio Perez overtakes Fernando Alonso for the final podium place at turn one. On the next and final lap, Perez overshot turn one and ruined his run down through the Senna S, which left him vulnerable to Fernando Alonso again, who overtook the Red Bull down Reta Aposta and defended through turn four before narrowly beating Perez to the line to keep his podium in this race max verstappen won the 2023 sao paulo grand prix lando norris and fernando alonso rounded out the podium places the finish between alonso and perez for the podium place was 0.053 seconds 53 thousandths of a second yes sergio perez Lance Stroll, Carlos Sainz, Pierre Gasly, Lewis Hamilton, Yuki Tsunoda, and Esteban Ocon took the rest of the points on offer. George Russell, Valtteri Bottas, Joe Guanyu, Kevin Magnussen, Charles Leclerc, and Alex Albon all were the retirements or failed-to-finish uh, drivers in the race. Uh, going over my weekend predictions, I went 1-4 on the weekends, with the one weekend being Fernando Alonso to score points. He not only scored the points, scored a podium finish for the team. Losses. Non-Red win. Another Max Verstappen domination race. Yay. Mercedes double top six. George Russell didn't even finish the race. Hamilton didn't finish in the top six either. Alfa Romeo to score points. Neither of them even finished the race. Never mind, failed to score points. And both Williams out in Q1. Albon managed to qualify P15 while Sargent was down in P19. Uh, my podium prediction for the weekend. I said Norris, Hamilton, and Leclerc. And the actual result was Verstappen-Norris-Alonso. Up next in the Formula One World Championship, we skip this weekend before we head to Las Vegas for the inaugural Las Vegas Grand Prix. Not really sure what we're going to have to talk about for that one, but hey, we'll be here for it. So I'll talk to you when that one comes around. And until then, talk to you later. (music) Bye-bye.